This episode is brought to you by Nature's Gem. Nature's Gem CBD products provide relief from joint pain, backaches, anxiety, sleeplessness, and more. For 15% off any Nature's Gem products, use code AMR at naturesgemcbd.com. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And this is Dimity McDowell Davis reporting for duty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, you are just back from a trip, a family trip, an annual family trip. Very, very indulgent. Usually um, my mom and my sisters and I go away this time of year uh, to celebrate my mom's birthday a little late this time. But um, so we did a modified trip. We went out to uh, Sedona, Arizona. She lives outside of Phoenix for part of the year now. So she's, you know, definitely changed up from her Granby living. I'm glad she's not living up there anymore because that's pretty isolated as it is. So mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, so she, we went to Sedona. It was beautiful. Um, lots of hiking, lots of family hiking, which is different than dimity hiking, which is how fast can I go and, and <laughs> my Garmin, you know, is my Garmin hooked up. And this time I was like, you know what, I'm just going to let it go. And I mean, you know, my mom is 74 and in great shape and, you know, it has to bring her sticks. She's like, do I have my sticks? Do I have my sticks? Which are her hiking poles. (laughs) She did a great job. It was really, really fun. Um, And more than anything, it was just a really, it was a treat to get away. And the best part <laughs> of it, I flew on Southwest, which still has middle seats open. So there was, uh, you know, that, that gave my mind a sense of ease and both there and back, which is, it's a like, you know, it's like an hour and a half flight. So super short, which I like. Um, I got the exit aisle with the one that has no seat in front of you, <gasps> which is Gosh. like, I mean, that's like, you know, like recliner status, basically, <laughs> um, which, and I'll tell you why I made such a difference on the way back was, um, and then I promise I'll let you talk, <laughs> but um, we played pickleball. That's the other thing. So my mom needs her sticks and she needs to play pickleball a lot, mm-hmm. um, which do you know what pickleball is, Sarah? Well, we, they have it at Rancho La Puerta. And then I thought of it because uh, I heard a news story about oh my gosh, what is that pl- that huge place down Florida where all the seniors live? The Villages. Yeah. And they talked about how they have something like a hundred pickleball courts at the Villages. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, oh, I thought you might hear a news story about how it might be an Olympic sport because my mom only no. is that around every, you know, <laughs> times in every conversation about pickleball. Um, but anyway, so we played, but it's fun. I mean, it's like, um, it's like, a, it's a modified version of tennis, right? And you use a wiffle ball. So it's, oh. you know, so um, it, it goes slower, but it's, it's, it's challenging, but it's very, very fun. Um, until <laughs> your mother hits this like cross court shot that is like literally to like a corner. And of course I have to, you know, because the court is not very big. Like I basically take two steps and I've covered the whole thing, but I take two steps and I oh. for it. And oh my God, like, you know how you, every, I assume everybody has a part in their body that just, is constantly like healing, not healing. It kind of takes the brunt of like falls and things like that. You know, like in your in your world it does, Dimity. I was like <laughs> anyway, it's my left hand right now, it's where my left hamstring attaches to my glute. And it is just so I went lunging for this ball. I ran into the wire fence. Like it was just one of those like oh my God, all I could do to not just like rip off every expletive in front of my parents. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so I've been <laughs> 
I'm sorry to be laughing at your misfortune, Tiffany, but it is the icy parking lot in, in Salt Lake City all over again. Broke my foot. Yep. Yep. And, and I mean, and then the other day we were, I was just walking with Grant walking around and he goes, well, how's your leg doing? Which is, you know, I've talked about my hamstring. I'm like, it's fine. And literally two seconds later, I trip, trip. And of course land right on that, you know, like that's how you'd land. Um, so yeah, that's my world. Dimity, Dimity, Dimity. As soon as you were like, oh yeah. And on the final day, I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I know, but anyway, but pickleball is fun. And I did, I mean, I walked it off. I walked it off. Oh my God. It was like one of those, you're just like, ouch, 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 ouch. You know, and you're like, okay, it's not, it's not snapped in half. I can keep playing. Although I definitely came home, iced it. My mom has some CBD cream. Of course she does. Nice. So I put some of that on it, took some leave, you know, got, I, I got home. Okay. But anyway, I'm, I'm giving, I'm oh. days. So. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Well, well, my little story just pales in comparison. What, what, what's your story though? Oh, that, um, so, you know, all over the country, COVID cases are flaring. So our governor, Kate Brown here in Oregon has played it, um, very, really been on the very far, um, playing conservative, um, in terms of restrictions. Mm-hmm. So she just imposed in different counties, it's either going to be two weeks or four weeks of a new lockdown. And so that means that swimming pools close. Oh, Shiza. Yeah. So, and as people who listen to the podcast know, I've been um, driving 20 miles to get to a pool. I mean, and for me, that's, you know, going cross country basically. And so, and you have to call, you can call a week in advance. And so I had called last Friday, right when, right when it opens and uh, um, booked um, tried to book for Saturday. Oh no, they were doing a swim meet. So couldn't swim. And so I'm like, oh, okay, well, my friend Molly and I are going to come in on Wednesday. And then a few hours later, they called back to say that the pool is closing on Wednesday. And I'm like, well, you open Tuesday. Do you have a slot at seven 30? Yeah. <laughs> they're like, I'm like, okay, I'll be there Tuesday, seven 30. Then see ya. Good. Good. Way to make, way to make lemonade. That's good. I know, but, but it's also somewhere I thought about this morning. I'm like, huh, it's not like COVID is going to wait until Wednesday to present itself at the pool. I, I think about that a lot. I mean, cause they, stuff is closing down here around here as well. And like high school football, they're like, yeah. And so Friday will be the last game. And I'm like, well, Friday's the last game. Like it's Tuesday, you know, like maybe we should not have that game on Friday. You know, yes. it, it, it feels like, yeah, I definitely feel like there's a weird, um, you know, d- detachment from like the, the urgency of COVID. And then like when they actually stop things, you know, oh, I know, I know they're like, Oh, we don't want to, you know, totally throw a wrench into things completely. It's like, no, if it's this bad, like let's shut it today right now as I, yeah. you know, uh, you know, proclaim this edict, but Yes. So I'm, so I'm just going to savor every stroke there on Tuesday. So just, yeah. Then be one with the water and just don't plunge for any balls, cross court backhands. (laughs) Right. Right. Oh, I do have to say that um, a woman recognized me at the pool on um, when Molly, I I hope I didn't tell this story right, but Molly and I were waiting outside and you have to wait in a very specific place. And um, so we were talking to this woman who was ahead of us and she was super nice and didn't give any indication that she knew who um, I was. And so, but then when I was walking out after I'd done my little quick change routine underneath my, take off my bathing suit underneath my robe, you know, standing outside in an alleyway. And I hear this person from behind me go, have a nice day. 
And before I could even lift my head and turn around, she goes, and I love your books and the podcast and just everything. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, grass. I love your how cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was very sweet. She, and I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't think you, you know, you didn't give me an indication. She goes, I was trying to play it cool. It's uh. <laughs> funny. That's funny. Oh, oh my gosh. All right. Well, let us dive into the questions. Um, see what I did there, Dim. Um, diving. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this is from Aaron in Northern Virginia. Hi, my name is Aaron, and I'm from Northern Virginia. So my question is about weight loss following a race. I just trained for and completed my first marathon, and that was great. But during the training, I kind of stopped weighing myself, slowly gained weight, and I ended up gaining about 10 pounds during training. Um, So I guess my first question is, is that normal? And my second question is, now that my training is done, what can I do about losing that weight? I know some of it was muscle, but obviously not all 10 pounds was. Um, so far, I've been doing strength training and then running on the other days because I want to keep the base that I built up during marathon training. So any advice that you have would be great. I just want to tone up and drop that extra 10 pounds. Thanks. Oh, Erin, you are so not alone. Um, so many runners, particularly women, Dim, you know, we hear this time and time and time again find they gain weight when training for a marathon in particular, despite how counterintuitive that seems, you know, Oh my gosh, I'm running more miles than I've ever run before. And I mean, part of it is, is that you're putting in all those training miles. It makes you hungry. So you can tend to eat more while training and and eat more without kind of really realizing what, how, how many additional calories you're taking in. Oh, for sure. For sure. Well, there's like the long run rationalization. I mean, that's like rule number Mm. one out of anybody's, you know, Saturday. Okay. I ran, you know, 17 miles. So, um, usually you come home or me, me, I won't say you come home. I would come home, not super hungry, you know, kind of get something in to just kind of help with, um, you know, recovery. And then like two hours later, I could basically like, you know, turn into a Python and put the whole refrigerator in my mouth. all you know so um i wish i could draw i'd do a little cartoon of dimity the python with the refrigerator size lump halfway down you can take out the ice maker i don't want that but (laughs) but yeah so there's that so there's you know and 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 the justification and again like i'm not this is not maybe this didn't happen to you aaron but a lot of people oh i I ran really long today. Okay. So I'm going to have, you know, another cookie or another piece of pizza or whatever, when in fact, you know, that might not be what your body um, needs. The other thing, and this is so very basic that um, it's like, I'm almost embarrassed to say it, but I think it's important to know that when you, um, when you do cardio exercise, you produce cortisol, right? The stress hormone, fight or flight, the, 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 in very basic terms, the hormone that holds on to fat. And so, you know, as, I mean, if you're running, you know, 30, 40 mile weeks, there is an, you know, there's a relationship between the amount of cardio you're doing and how much your body feels under threat, Mm. you know? So that's just something to keep in mind um, because that is, like you said, Sarah, like a lot of women are like, what the hell? I'm running 40 miles a week and I'm, you know, totally holding, you know, like I should be, you know, looking like a skeleton, not like the Pillsbury Doughboy. And that's, Mm -hmm. it's frustrating. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, for me after, um, you know, Aaron, you're talking about that now that you're, you know, the marathons in your rear view mirror, 
I make as I the older I get, the more I have to do this. I have to preface it by saying that that after a training cycle, I consciously try to slightly decrease my portion sizes. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't I don't need that heaping mound of spaghetti or quite as much granola in my morning yogurt. Um, so you know, and Molly, my my best running friend, she found that taking a break from alcohol has a welcome effect on her weight. So those are just kind of you know, not draconian measures, but just kind of slight measures, Aaron, that you could take that will help you kind of chip away some of that weight. Sure, sure. Um, And I will give a couple more tips. But before I do that, I want to say to Aaron, congratulations, your body ran a marathon, right? Mm -hmm. And so sometimes the scale doesn't reflect how strong you are and how Mm -hmm. capable your body is. And I just, you know, and maybe your clothes are fitting better. Or maybe, you know, maybe you have more muscles. You, you probably, you definitely do have more muscles um, with all that, um, you know, impact on the road. So I just, I guess I, uh, you know, yes, I very much respect the fact that you want to lose 10 pounds, but I also want you to respect the fact that your body's done an amazing thing. And, um, you know, but to, if you, if you're interested in kind of figuring out how to, to keep your running routine, but still kind of slim down a little bit, um, I would say definitely strength training put that in, it builds muscle, but it also has, you know, as you probably know, it keeps your metabolism up. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, running doesn't necessarily, I mean, I kind of think of running like you run and then you kind of fall off a cliff. Your metabolism just drops as soon as you stop moving. That's very um, basic and not true. Exactly. Of course, you know, I mean, it's not that dramatic, but you know, as your muscles rebuild um, after doing, you know, a, a strength circuit or some kind of hit workout or something like that, you have a little bit more of a slow drop off um, as far mm-hmm. as your metabolism goes. And then just some stuff that, you know, I, I kind of sit co-pilot to Ellie um, Compton, who does all our Simply Nourish Like a Mother nutrition programs in the Train Like a Mother Club. And so a couple of things that make, make a big difference. Um, I've seen again and again, making sure you have enough protein during the day. Mm-hmm. So making sure you have at least 20 grams in the morning, 20 to 30 at lunch, and another 20 or so at dinner, um, keeping yourself full. And um, don't forego fats just because you want to lose weight. And you know the macronutrient fat has the word fat in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, um, whole foods like, you know, avocados and olive oil and olives and things like that are great for you as far as, you know, um, they're important for you to to have in your diet. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the other thing, I mean, packaged carbs, you know, they're not, um, they're super convenient, Um, you know, bars and crackers and everything kind of in the middle of the store, breads and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. If you want to, you know, challenge yourself for a week and uh, like Ellie says, unpackage your carbs, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, have sweet potatoes or have um, rice as carbs or, you know, things like that. So you're not necessarily, um, you know, taking it out of a package, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. rice comes out of a package, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right, 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 right. That's a couple things. I mean, and then, you know, and then at the end of the day, you know, I mean, yes, exercise definitely kind of gets the machine going, but it's nutrition that's going to really yeah. go the long run and, and make sure that you um, nourish yourself while you continue your active lifestyle, Aaron. So mm-hmm. don't, don't, uh, don't get too um, wrapped up in the numbers, I guess is what I want to yeah. say. Yeah. You can't run on fumes. No. Ever since meeting the founder of Nature's Gem CBD at the Twin Cities Marathon Expo, we were booth neighbors 
we felt a connection to the founder and the brand she created. Lisa's a mother runner and Lisa found a nature's gem after discovering the benefits of CBD for herself after being sidelined for nearly a decade by the effects of fibromyalgia. Dimity and I believe in the power of CBD and how it can help runners with a host of issues, including anxiety, insomnia, backaches, and plantar fasciitis pain. Nature's Gem offers a variety of CBD products, including oil and gummies that taste good and are THC-free. It's why several elite athletes trust and use the product in their quest to qualify for the Olympics. Nature's Gem Rejuvenating Balm is the company's number one selling product and a favorite of mine. I use it to relieve lower back pain and post-workout strain. The non-greasy balm melts into the skin and provides fast relief. I'm talking fast. It even comes in a roll-on balm that's the perfect size for traveling or packing into your running belt. And at the end of a rough day, I rely on Nature's Gem CBD oil to ease stress and quiet my mind. I love how it has no discernible flavor. Some CBD oils I've tried tasted like dirty pine bark. Ugh, not Nature's Gem. And it's readily absorbed under my tongue. Nature's Gem offers a special 15% discount to us mother runners. To get it, use code AMR when checking out at naturesgemcbd.com. Again, to save 15%, use code AMR at naturesgemcbd.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-E-S-G-E-M-C-B-D.com. All right, uh, this question comes from a different Sarah in rural Ohio. Hi, this is Sarah calling from rural parts of Ohio. And my question has to do with um, the quote, all hell work is good work. Um, I do about 95% of my runs with my kids in the double stroller. And combined, they're like 80 pounds plus the weight of the stroller. So my question is, as I run with my kids, especially doing hills um, and the wind, because out here there's not much to stop the wind, can that count as strength work as well? Because I find after a, you know, 45-minute, hour-long run, I'm wiped, and I really don't want to do the strength um, afterwards. So is it possible that I'm maybe somehow combining the two? Thanks. Love the show. Well, for starters, I love that Sarah quoting us back <laughs> from a previous episode, the all hill work is good work. That was one of your best recent quotes, Dimity. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. It reminds me of, you know, when we wrote Run Like a Mother, um, that's when Oprah was still in the throes of her talk show fame. And, <laughs> um, and she said once on one show, and I remember, is that you can only do three things well in your life at once, right? You can only have like three focuses. So um, and I wrote that and run like a mother and somebody, um, we did a, a group run from the title nine store here in Denver. And she's like, yeah, I love that quote about you can only do three things at once. And I'm like, okay, you're quoting me back to me, but you're really quoting Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> <So> that's, <funny. laughs> that's great. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. So also pushing a heavy stroller will most assuredly Sarah make you stronger but it's not in lieu of strength training. That's, that's what I think. Um, so Dim, Coach Dim, do you think, um, especially since strength training has so many benefits, sure. um, like strengthening joints and ligaments and all sorts of things that, that pushing a big old heavy stroller up a hill is just, it's not going to accomplish the same things. It's not quite the same thing, but definitely pushing it up a hill. That's good, you know, strength work right there for sure. It's kind of a little bit like wearing a second suit when you, um, when you're swimming, right? Yeah. On swim team, like during either 
warm up to a race or during a practice, they'll wear two suits to increase the drag. You've yes. definitely increased your drag with your two kids, <laughs> um, Sarah. So, you know, you don't have to necessarily, you know, I'm not saying you need to go do, you know, strength workouts, you know, four or five times a week, but having a resistance band, I mean, the biggest thing that um, is important for you and for a lot of people, especially women that have, have young kids is keeping your hips strong and balanced and all the muscles and, and um, ligaments and tendons around there. So mm -hmm. a lot of resistance band work, like doing like the monster walk side to side and front to back and one-legged squats and um, stuff like that, where you're really activating your glutes and your, um, all your hips and all the areas around it so that you have a nice stable platform from which to push your cute little nuggets. Um, that's, I mean, if I were to do only any strength training, I would start there. Um, but then you could also work on your upper body a little bit. Um, I would say you probably don't need to do like a ton of like squats and lunges. She's <laughs> <is my> <laughs> got that covered. Uh -huh. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you could yeah. do it while you were um, out running. Right. Yes, exactly. I, I thought she could maybe pull a dimity, as we like to say, so stopping mid-run and doing a few exercises, you know, to make sure lo she locks the stroller, you know, kind of uses an airsats bar. And you then airsats, didn't you? I do, I do, I love that word. Um, <laughs> thank you, Lemony Snicket, for introducing it to me. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, so doing lunges with the stroller or hip raises and butt kicks. You know, again, using that um, lock stroller to, as you know, to, so you don't tip over. Sure. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of your stuff, like you were saying, like um, butt kicks, that kind of stuff, it's like more like prehab stuff, warming up well, and then making sure you do kind of stuff that's more physical therapy oriented, like the band, like glute bridges, you know, you can do some push-ups, planks, that kind of stuff. Um, that's what I would be more worried about than straight up strength like you know mm -hmm. you know doing squats or deadlifts or stuff like that yeah and she could definitely put those bands right in the little under seat carriage she um, could they're not large so you could yeah. definitely do that yeah <laughs> right 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 um all right well good luck with that sarah okay and our final question comes from courtney in olathe kansas a place that i have learned how to say because of the amr community there's so many I know you've, there you've said you said it so beautifully olathe not Olathe or Olath. <laughs> Olath, yes. Hello, this is Courtney from Olathe, Kansas. I just came home from a lovely fall evening run. It was about uh, 50 degrees outside. And my question is, I am a tall gal, 5'8", with long arms and broad shoulders. I can never find shirts with big thumb holes with sleeves long enough um, to fit me. So since you gals are tall, I thought I'd check and see if you have recommendations for a brand with good long sleeves and thumb holes for tall gals with long arms. Thanks. Bye. All right. Um, well, for starters, because I'm shameless, I have to put in a plug for our new merch, um, both uh, our new tech tees, which is um, lightweight, super soft, long sleeve. We also have a heavier quarter zip in our mother runner store. They have long arms, because that is a feature that is very important to both you and me, particularly you, Dan. <laughs> totally. totally. It was so funny. My mom had, going back to my trip, uh, my mom has a sweater that I've been kind of coveting. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, oh, can I just try it on? And I try it on and like, I'm like, oh my God, like, you know, it stops like midway between my my wrist and my elbow. I'm a like, three-quarter length sleeve. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, I won't be putting my name on this one. So sisters, <laughs> fun at it. Um, 
Oh, sorry, that was a little bleak. Um, but we, we, we joke about that sometimes. Yes, yes. So it won't be left to you in her will. Uh. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. Um, so, I mean, the good news is most athletic shirts are, you know, if you're going to, it's a, it's a long sleeve running shirt, it's got some stretch to it, right? It's not a cotton mm-hmm. shirt or something, you know, it's not denim or something that doesn't <laughs> give to it, right? So a lot of them do pull over more um, than others. I mean, I'm thinking I have an old Lululemon one that I love. I mean, honestly, Sarah it was from when we launched um, Run Like a Mother in 2010. I mean, I, I know. And we got to go shopping at Lulu with, uh, yeah, but they, they kind of sponsored us. <laughs> they did. And the, I mean, and, and yay for good quality, right? Same with some athletic shirts that I have um, that have a thumb hole that are nice and long. Um, I know that you're, you're a big fan these days of the Wazelle brand. Um, and I have, I don't have the flight long sleeve, um, but um, they have great long arms and thumb holes um, and good colors. You know, again, it's like 68 bucks, um, which is kind of what you would pay, I think, similarly at a Lulu or Athleta. But again, like, okay, so that I've got that in 2010, you know, if you put that over 10 years, I mean, right. you know, that's, that's a nice uh, ROI right there. Yes. The amortized price of it is uh, <laughs> proving beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then a brand we were just introduced to Corsa, it's the private label Roadrunner Sports. And they have this sweet long sleeve top dim so far. I know you'll get one, you'll get one, I promise. But, um, and you'll really like, it has long arms and thumb holes and it's the Corsa, which it has a K, K-O-R, K-O-R-S-A. It's called the Corsa Effortless Long Sleeve. And if you're a Roadrunner Sports VIP, it's just $44.99, which I think is a screaming deal. It comes in three colors. It's slightly heavier weight and it's brushed so soft on the inside. But sometimes when you get a top like that, they can be way too heavy for what I'm looking for here. Like it's kind of a, a multi-season piece. Sure. Um, you know, some of those brushed inside ones, it's like, oh, this is only dead of winter. Um, so, and it has super flattering ruching that goes from the bottom to about halfway up on the side. And so um, I know you can't relate to him, but it's really good at camouflaging muffin top. Um, oh, shut up. <laughs> I don't like the word very much, but yes, I can relate to the word. My mom got my menopause. How about that? Um, so. So we will link to this Corsa top and the Wazelle one in the show notes. So um, uh, Courtney, know that there are options out there for you. There are options out there. And even if, you know, the other thing is get a great pair of mittens as well. And then you kind of, <laughs> I like to, I like to put my, um, like the thumb holes in and you put mittens or gloves over it. And it's just like a little, you know, one on top of one. Little well, and it gets you coming and going, you know, cause maybe if the sleeve isn't quite, quite long enough, then you can pull the, pull the mittens up. That's there you go. There you yeah. go. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, so, Hey, we need some more questions. Um, the only question that we don't want you to ask us is where is the finish line? Because we don't know. <laughs> here with answers regardless. And we love, we love doing these. So please um, give us a call at 470-BADASS-1. That's 470-223-2771. Leave your first name and where you're calling from and keep your message to about 90 seconds or less. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if you enjoy this show or any of our other podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and a short positive review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Um, you've probably heard this from other podcast hosts, but favorable ratings truly do help our show and help um Uh, potential new listeners find us so we'd appreciate that yes um so keep the questions coming 
keep the miles going. Uh, keep pushing that stroller, Sarah. And we are here with answers. <laughs> <laughs>